it's just, you know, uh. only slightly maddening, so and I'm trying to do it online as much as I can. And so uh. we've been finding these video games that are, like, just as enjoyable to all play together as one person makes decisions. So over the weekend, me and my hometown friends were playing a game called Contradiction, Hmm. which is like this weird FMV crime. You play this intensely British detective (laughs) who goes to this small town and solves this crime. And no spoilers. It was a a fun game while it was happening because you literally just watch all these clips of, you know, people talking and you ask them about certain things you find or what their, what their relation is to the topics at hand. And you like go through and you pick apart, oh, well, they contradicted themselves when they said this, but they said this later on. And you've got to huh. patch all those. You've got to figure out where the cracks are. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was really fun. It was, <laughs> even if it was technically shoddy in places, like you can tell, not a professional film crew. The audio at points was dog ass, but it was really charming. And then you get it, and then it just ends suddenly. <laughs> Because uh-huh. it turns out they ran out of money. <laughs> so you just sort of, no spoilers for anyone who wants to play, but you just, you find a very sudden and <laughs> easily explainable answer to the crime you've come to solve. Oh, no. That leaves out all these other threads of all these other things you've discovered along the way. <laughs> so oh, I can highly recommend Contradiction. But last night, or this evening, I should say, I was showing some other friends to a game I found earlier in the week which is free for anyone who wants to play this themselves. They can go to Steam and look up Left on Red. It was a text adventure slash platformer where you play as an unnamed man or boy, I should say. He's like a young university student. I can relate. Um, (laughs) DMing um, a girl he likes who goes to uni, who's moved away because of coronavirus. And so you play out their DMs and it's in concept. I was like, Oh, this is kind of really cool. Cause they give you all these text tree, these dialogue trees to like, you know, pick your options. And, but it was, it was very, and then you, you, you play it a few times with different people and you realize it's very narrow and, and, and it's not, not very, not the best written, it's good, and I think people should support it so that more games like this can be made. But it's no, uh, it's no Citizen Kane out the gate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love that that has ubiquitously welcome, welcome. I, f- I feel like at the mention of the the, the great Citizen Kane, uh, that we should start. Hello, welcome to Down Down Critics are Down. My name uh, is Morgan Roberts. My name is Dominic Fitzgerald, and now I've just got to wonder where you started this com- <laughs> where you started the edit here. <laughs> I don't know. I'll figure that out tomorrow. Uh, we're, we're here back for another quickfire episode, uh, the seventh in our James Bond mm. situation. And, and I, I find those things, Dom, as we were talking in the pre-record, I find those, uh, you know, it's a good comparison. Um, but it's funny that I, I don't it's, – it's a joke, but is it when we compare everything to Citizen Kane? It's the Citizen Kane of our generation. Yeah. Uh, Citizen, I mean, what is that? <laughs> I mean, Citizen Kane, if you look at it in the history of cinema, is like this big watershed moment for artistic expression in the in the format. 
because you know a lot of it are, are talkies and a lot of um uh, it's almost like stage <clears throat> in a way there are a lot of like early examples from the 20s and 30s your, your buster keatons and your that are doing like really high-paced energetic you know stuff captured on camera which is really cool but citizen kane gets that sort of universal moniker because it's like 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 first year of film school just to keep hammering in the stereotype when they teach you all of this and they do teach you all this first time like one of the big things is like you're watching a scene of just fucking citizen kane the titular citizen kane uh you're 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 watching charles foster kane talk to somebody in his election office from a really low angle and people were like, why the fuck wouldn't you just shoot it normally so you can be on eye level? Uh, Orson Welles was like, no, 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 no. He's got to be like a towering presence in the frame. And they're like, yeah, cool, but we don't have cameras that can go that low. <laughs> and so he's like, all right, so fuck it. So build a hole in the floor in the set. And they're like, okay. They do that and then they're like, wait, we have to build a roof? Because before that, roofs were not visible in sets. It was just the the all the background dressing. We just shot. We just shot basically eye level. Exactly. So now they had to build a roof and figure out how to light it. So all these like all of those actual technical like innovations came from the artistic decision to make Charles Foster look like a because it was presence. because you had to, because it had to constantly be pushed. It was pushing the envelope. It was yeah. saying. We want to achieve this, and oh, look at that mistake! And you know, and and here's 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 Space Corner with Morgan. Yeah. Whenever people talk about, uh, you know, whenever people complain about, oh, what are they doing all this money in space? And da 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 da. da. I'm like, do you not know? Do you not realize the amount of things that have come out of like, let's try to achieve this fucked thing. Yeah. Let's like try and do this insane technological thing, and like. Yeah. By accident, we'll figure out all these things yeah. by pro- by the process, and you're like, that's why process is important. Anyway, because you'll find to those film new school options in space space club with Morgan and Dom. Yeah, <laughs> welcome to film school one. with the boys. Time to talk about <laughs> Sean Connery hating women yet again. Uh, but before that, Dom, I'm wondering if you have an update for uh, yes. our speaking of friend school. following about school and podcast school. Part three, the finale. Let's not let's let's not waste time. Let's <laughs> not dilly dally. If you remember from the last James Bond episode, we left our story fresh in lockdown. Our teacher, the teacher, has reassessed this podcast class and went, "Well, you won't be able to make any publishable podcasts probably from home, so we'll just mark you as if it." You know, we'll just we'll just mark you. We won't change the marks, even though it'll be a lesser product, and we'll we'll know. And everyone else was like, "Cool, as long as we're getting marked the same." But of course, fucking pretentious needs to do well. Me goes. All right, I I see your challenge, Mister. I will raise. I will. I will try my damnedest to create something that aesthetically works. In 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 the in the environment that we now have to record in, and I will have to just roll with the punches. So the first assessment coming up is a pitch. You have to figure out what kind of project you're going to make for your major. And so I think, all right, 
I've mentioned on this podcast a few times my my deep love and appreciation for the hip hop genre. Uh, Best correct. genre of music ever. Don't at me. Um, don't because you'll regret it. Don't. Yeah, <laughs> just don't at me, and I don't check Twitter. Morgan Morgan at me stopped, all the time, and I never I read stopped, them. That's right. I stopped adding him because I just uh, oh, he what, keeps saying, "Hey, did you see that?" And I'm like, "I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Sorry to disappoint you." But I think to myself, okay, now, not only does our teacher have a loathing of chump casts, so I can't just interview people about hip-hop. Cool. AKA most podcasts. Exactly. (laughs) Most podcasts. Fine. I don't know a true crime in the area that I can exploit for content. As a few people in our class luckily did have their own true crime scenarios that they could dip into. So I was like, okay. What are my strengths here? Much like the, ch- much like, oh, fucking hell, are you ready for this one? Much like Orson Welles himself, how can I push new evolutions in the podcasting genre through stylistic choices? Okay, Ira Glass, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I was like, all right, I like writing comedy. I'm pretty good at writing comedy, if I do say so myself. I can only get better at writing comedy. Why don't I write something that's kind of like a radio drama, but find a way to shape it more to podcasting. And so I thought, all right, our teacher likes programs that uh, document real things that are happening. Why don't I kind of like make a mockumentary ish so I can like fake document, use comedy writing, but capture it, create it as if it was real. Very much inspired by one of my favorite radio programs uh, on the hour or the television program, the day to day, the works of Armando Iannucci, Steve Coogan, the gang being able to poke fun at a genre by recreating the genre mercilessly. Right. Right. So I think, all right, I really like, well, I don't really like, I'm very aware of the battle rap culture and how very high personality it is. So I think, wouldn't that be very funny if I made a mockumentary about um, bad Newcastle battle rappers that would feature <laughs> original beats that I could make using uh, GarageBand? Uh, I could use I could use as live recording techniques. Say they were because you can because you can have a ra- well. I mean, prior, prior to COVID, you could have these rap battle gatherings anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, right. I right, should right, look right. that up. I wonder if they're doing like social distancing at um at, at all these rap battles now. But alas, Groups and alack, ten, ten or less. Yeah, ten or less. So it'd just be two people in the center, and then just a whole bunch of spread of five people on different side going, "Yeah, woo! You fuck him up. That was fire. Yeah, woo! Oh, sorry, six meters. Sorry, man. Sorry, man. <laughs> in fact, that would be the subject of the battle. Yeah, it'd be a, your flows are so distant. I'm getting so sick. <laughs> <laughs> I might just kick your bitch in the dick. See, this was gonna be this was gonna be the basis of the program, and it was gonna be really funny. But I'm I'm very much excited by this idea. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'll write that. I'll produce that. I'll pitch that. Except I can't physically pitch anymore because we're online. So I just have to send all my documents in. A week later. Right. I get my marks back. Mm. I get seven out of 20. What? I'm told by the teacher 
through digital marks, um, this idea doesn't sound like a podcast. Sounds too much like radio. <laughs> uh, you probably can't make it very well from your home, but we're still, ma- but we're still marking you the same. But um, and um, yeah, you should look at uh doing some kind of documentary structure. But don't just interview people because that's a chump cast. I don't like this guy. Like This guy sounds like the most narrow I read this. He is. I read this just to put it on some context. Easter Sunday or Easter Saturday. Oh. It was that weekend. I was about to have lunch with my family that day. And something snapped in me. I was like, not because I was like justed by, because he, of course, he's going to think the idea isn't too funny. Because he, he's just, how do you, how do you find something on paper, a genre you don't like in hip hop music, a genre you don't like mockumentary? I couldn't like, I wasn't allowed to like write up, pardon me, sample scripts. It was literally just to me going, this is what it's about. Here's how I'll make it. Here's the business plan and the what's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I was like. Fuck this! I'm dropping the class. <laughs> yeah. I refuse to. I refuse to be fucking beat down and make into making a fucking interview project about oh, what's it like to be a front front frontline worker during the COVID crisis? That's what my podcast is about. I was like, no, fuck that. Does he? I'll- does he, is he aware of any podcast? Collect what's the term network who do any shows other than he? Well, for start for starters, mm. like you look at Gimlet, mm. if his definition of a chump cast is like a couple of people talking to each other, then that's most mm. of Gimlet's shows. The rest of their Gimlet's shows, yeah, a, they've actually got a couple of scripted narrative podcasts, yeah. And there's buckets I, I, of them I, around, you know. Like Welcome to Night Vale hmm. is quite the is most is probably the most well known one. But I'm thinking, like, who, does this guy know anything about the genre in which he's at? Like, this sounds more like radio. No, but it's on demand, and that's fucking the only difference, cunt. I think that's it. I think the thing is with with him specifically was that he. I think he was made to tailor the course specifically to. And again, I want to remind everybody: this is the first time. This is the first year. The course has been run, which usually means that the syllabus is not is not too hot. They've they sort of slapped it together and they haven't had the opportunity to test the assessments out, see how well they work, see where it can be improved. I would argue then that the scope for such a course should be so much more forgiving for ideas like this because it's like, yeah. oh, cool. Well, let's figure this out. Okay, we're figuring this out as yeah. we go. I guess this is part of that. Well, recipe you, as yeah. well. Let's figure the you exactly. know Dom's idea is how we figure. It's not you know, I but mean, usually, but usually it's just because they 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 do it as like a process of elimination. Like they'll get this year all these shit submissions for that assessment and be like, well, this didn't really work, so let's try and open it up a little bit. They do it so they don't have to like they can't go nuts and they'd be like, make any kind of podcast you want because then they like I guess they'd get confused. <laughs> a university <laughs> faculty getting confused. Wow. But, yeah, look, to long story less long, and to summarize the dramatic conclusion, I was like, look, I can do the class again next year when it's in better shape, 
and I'm not stuck in my house doing it. I can keep the same idea. I can rework it. I just want, I just, I, again, I, I shudder at the thought of shitting out something unpublishable, wasting the opportunity to make something publishable and just, just fucking let that slip through my fingers. I ain't about that. I'd much rather make a lovely podcast talking with my friend on the side and make whatever I can in class than have to keep coming on here and telling you about I have to fucking interview this person for this uh, informative documentary podcast I make for class. <laughs> no, I want to be like ready Very to cross. Serious. I want to be ready to content. Exactly. I want to be ready to cross promote. Yo, check out my other podcast I made for class where I pretend to be six different battle rappers. <laughs> I can't wait for that. That day might come in 2021, but for now, me and the teacher now, have parted. And you still need to buy a mic stand. Fucking hell. Wow. <laughs> come. You couldn't even let me finish the story on a note of empowerment. You had to fucking just. That's what? the only reason. I just. I I'm just doing that. Now, now, that now I'm just going to be like. to that point. Now what? <laughs> now what? What are you going to do about it? What You're not are you going to do dad. about it, Morgan? Edit it out? Nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Speaking yeah. of editing out, uh, if there was a film to edit out of the franchise, um, I mean, come on. This is this is going to be a pretty short episode, guys. Um, Diamonds. This is trash. Uh, what the fuck? Forever. What the fuck is going on with this film? It's like, all right, we talked, we talked about Star Wars in our Star Wars episode. What's a harder retcon? Uh, Diamonds Are Forever to On Her Majesty's Secret Service or Rise of Skywalker to Last Jedi? Uh, this is a harder retcon because it just doesn't... They don't it give doesn't a f- really address anything. They don't give a fuck about the superior this is, movie. This is, this is kind of like... This is going into... Day five of the fifth Ashes test, mm. where the series is tied two matches apiece, mm. and we're in day five, and they just go, Oh, cool, let's play backyard cricket for half an hour, and uh, it doesn't matter. Everyone what if we home. just watch right. Warney highlights <laughs> from 94? <laughs> let's, let's watch, um, what if we- let's watch. Let's watch a bunch of sledging videos and like one highlights, some Brian Lara highlights, and and then we'll all go to the pub. Yeah, dude. Because you know, fuck this. What if we just? What if we just re? What if we just made remade? What if we just forced Peter Siddle to try and remake his hat trick for no reason? What if we just? How forced- about how about these great like cricket analogies going right now? It's like hello to all our American listeners. Yeah, Welcome. hey guys. Welcome you to get, Down you Down. Just- cricket is down. You should- <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Down Down. Cricket is down. Is our absolute coming <laughs> spin off in the summer when the cricket season starts. We're doing an Ashes recap under Down Down. Cricket is down. <laughs> And we will both do Richie impressions, Bill Bill Laurie impressions, Tony Gregg impressions. Uh, we'll interview fucking. Can I? Can we'll I do? Fuck- can I do the Tony? <laughs> can I do the best Tony Gregg impression? Go, my do Tony, Tony Gregg. Gregg. Oh, look, 
Look at, look at her, Bill. She's gorgeous. <laughs> Do you remember that? What are, what are you fucking talking about, Tony? What you, that's a bird. Thirty seconds if, of silence. We should interview <laughs> Billy Birmingham. We should get him on. We should like. We should. We should get him on and ask him about all the twelfth man stuff. Yeah, yeah, that'd be. That'd if Batuta can do it, why can't we? Why can't we? We have as much clout, if not more. Uh, anyway, yeah. Sorry, I mean, diamonds are forever. This just film. It just. It, yeah, it just straight up opens with. Oh, I'm, I'm Sean Connery. I'm hunting for Blofeld again. No mention of the titanic character shift that came at the end of the last movie and one of the like the greatest moments in the franchise history in terms of character development now fuck it where where is he it's me sean i never left i but i get a weird reveal i just i just i'm so glad that we're finally done and we don't have to deal with this guy and you know what we don't we we're not going to watch it we're not going to watch it we're just not going to watch Never Say Never Again. It never happened. Fuck it. Who we cares? can exercise all of our Connery demons. Because here it's really like watching everything we've not liked cranked up to 11. I've been dreading watching this film because I've, I've, I've never forgotten the opening. We've joked. You can hear it over the past five episodes we've talked about Sean Connery. Sean Connery hates women. We, we've covered that. This motherfucker strangles some poor lady with her own bikini top. God damn. Asking about where Blofeld is. Two minutes into the movie. It's like, what what, what the fuck? Um, I mean, by comparison, like, and I was watching, I watched this, this was the last film that I watched in my sort of binge, my last binge period. Uh, and now I'm I I just finished watching the man with the golden gun at mm. time of this record, and you know he full on like Roger Moore full on slaps a woman in that film. Yeah. Um. And then you're like, yeah, but in context, like she was the you know offsider to this assassin, and she was yeah. holding a gun to his head, and so you're like, yeah, look, I'll give that one a pass because like. I- they're, you know, I'm gonna kill each other. The, I can't wait for the clickbait titles. Morgan Roberts, domestic assault. I'll give that a pass. I'll give that a pass. You know, Morgan Roberts I mean, is over it's, party. Get it going, Twitter. That's right. It's still pretty bad, but you're no, like, yeah, look, you're right. There are these there. moments. She, right. she has a gun, and she's like pointing a gun at him, and then he has to disarm her. And like, there are you know, there are moments, her, which is yeah. needless a bit in the context of that. But we'll talk about that. There are moments in then. those early Connor and those early Roger Moore films where where it's clearly like, oh, that's a, that's a clearly a he's trying to do Sean, not in like yeah, he's a trying to do Sean. Ro, not in like a Roger Moore is 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 a less actor kind of way, but in a very confusing. Because again, this Who movie is is a, is a Who is James Bond? This movie is a, that's the thing. yeah. This movie is a slap in the face to the brilliantly introduced notion in the last movie that James Bond is bigger than one man. It's a sl- it's a fucking slap in the face because they 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 hedged. The the only mo I want to say this is the only moment in Bond franchise history where they hedged. They were like, oh maybe he maybe like, the, the people want Sean, so let's just give them Sean again. And in response they took away all of these new avenues that were making Bond interesting. Because, like, at this point, Bond is a nine-year-old franchise. Mm. Mm. Is Elena okay? 
Oh, I'm not. I'm not on the books right now. I know. I just. I heard it through the halls like a ghost baby. I, and I, was like, me, I can hear it through my monitors. I'm like, I got worried about brutal. like cats outside my window earlier. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pause. I'm gonna see if yep. everything's okay. Ah, no, normal, normal fare. Hell yeah. <laughs> normal, you know. Uh... Oh, did you leave, did you leave a, a secret edit? Oh, no, I didn't. I was too busy responding to DMs. I should have, <laughs> fuck, I'm, oh, I'm an idiot. God damn No, it. no, no, I just, because I, I still keep seeing a whole bunch of waveform here and I'm like, It's probably, yeah, it's, it's probably me shaking the, shaking the camera. Oh There's a little note for the end, bro. Um, what was I gonna say? Fuck it. Oh yeah, just then. Um, I just want. When was the last time you heard like a rap lyric that made you like that you love to say, but you know is like, f- f- your yo. If my mother yeah, heard me basically, saying, slap me, or anyone like yeah, any like awesome awesome line, and it happens. To you know, have the N word in it, and you like you just can't say it. <laughs> no, this one is non-racial. No, this one is non-racial. This one is non-racial. There's a line in Kanye West song on site where he's like, "Oh man, as soon as I pull, it's talking about going to the club. As soon as I pull up and park the bands, we get this bitch shaking like Parkinson's." And it's like, <laughs> I, I love. I'm not gonna lie, I love saying it. <laughs> Because it's true, so high. You with this on site, but again, the the inner part of me always goes, "Yo, I really hope I don't get Parkinson's one day." <laughs> anyway, sorry, my mic shaking. Um, yes, what we, we were talking about diamonds are forever, and I had a point about um, even. He what tries to Roger Moore's trying to be Connery. It was, yeah, no, it was bigger than one man. The, they had some, this great. They they had the opportunity to really say Bond is bigger than one man. Yeah. Here are all these different yeah. character parts of Bond, uh, and then they're like, uh, the people weren't Sean. Yeah, but the if we knew one thing about audiences, especially in nineteen seventy, whatever the fuck it was, nineteen seventy, nineteen sixty, nineteen seventy one. Oh yeah, right. I remember. I mean, at this point. Bond is a nine-year-old franchise, and there have been seven movies in the space of nine years. That's a lot. We can all we can all relate to that, given the fact that we've just been through a big run of Marvel. But the beautiful thing about the Marvel movies, oh, here we go. Rare, all right, can we? Do, let's just take a moment. Rare moment. I will applaud and congratulate. I was about to say this, like, what the, who the fuck are you? What have you done with Dominic Fitzgerald? At least <laughs> those movies had different protagonists and different, uh, very slight different, not different enough, some might say, but different styles, right? Where you can, yes, you're getting three, yes, you're getting three Marvel movies in the year of 2019, but Captain Marvel is a, is a different kind of tone to an Avengers, which is a different tone to a Spider-Man two right or a black panther exactly yeah the year before you get a black panther you get an avengers you get a you get a thor didn't you get thor ragnarok didn't you get black panther and ragnarok in the same year 
Uh, I mean, then, it's in the space of this. In the space of the six months, in the space of the six months, you went from yeah Ragnarok at the end of 2017 to Black Panther at the beginning of 2018 to Avengers: Infinity War at the yeah three Infinity. very different films. Three exactly. good films, and I you would get say. that. That's not what you know. My Marvel fatigue does not come from that aspect. Seeing Sean Connery do all these things in so little time, it, it, it's so refreshing to then get something completely different that is the same. Like, On Her Majesty's Secret Service has all the incredible things about a Bond movie. You just get this whole different angle to the character of James Bond. You get someone who is less snarky, who is open to being more emotionally vulnerable, but is still, like, a tough guy. Like, he's still willing to punch it out. Hmm. And then Sean Connery... Still willing to... Still also willing to fuck all the women at the questionably <laughs> the allergy with, clinic. But with that said, this movie does do that again, where Bond is suddenly introduced to like a room full of ethnically diverse, sexy women. Not that he had the opportunity to fuck any of them, but still, you know, if he could have, he would have. I don't even remember that scene. Like no. I've blocked so much of this film out. I'm just like, well, yeah. who cares about this? It's later in the film. Like, but for me, I'm like, you know, the Blofeld, the scene with two Blofelds, I'm like, cool, because, you know, yeah. things Austin Powers did right. And the style, you know, the art direction in that scene, the production design in that scene was fantastic. I want to say I've watched since the last time we recorded, we talked about that segment, I've watched – Austin Powers International Man of Mystery again. Uh, Fucking A, they mm. were just they were just doing Bond really well. They were just doing Bond. They were doing yeah. Connery Bond really well. Really, really, really well. I was watching Dr. Evil hit the buttons on all their henchmen going into like elaborate death traps and just being like, yo. They knew <laughs> what they were fucking doing. <laughs> but alas. Alas, alack. I was what were you gonna say? I was leading up to you. Uh, that's it. I'm just, alas, here we are. Alas, we have here we uh, are. a real, a real trough in this. Sean in this, Connery in this is moment. just a fucking, yeah, just, and it's not like, I was watching the movie 1. and thinking. $1.25 million. Is that real? Was that the number? That was the number. Ha- Sorry, can you say that again? 1.25 in 1970 motherfucking. $1 million. That is more than the budget of the first movie in its entirety. I know. And, and you know, and what do we have to show for this? Some camp I mean, diamond shenanigans where he gets killed, but nearly killed a bunch of times yeah. and like nothing actually happens. And he drives in a space buggy. I mean, what? Yeah. What's to, the space? What the fuck was all the space stuff? Space shit. Yeah. There were, there's so much in this movie. The that guy's does, walking like, slowly around the room. I'm like, no, no, but. Dog, you're like not on the moon. Yeah, you're in a lab. What kind of weird training is this? Are you making what a show? Fuck? What are you doing? <laughs> is it? Was it like a? Was it like a, a stab at the whole like you know Apollo we Eleven was filmed at a? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a conspiracy? Was that a, as early as that? Was that the? Was that the way? I don't know, guys. Anyway, uh, I hope you're listening yeah, to this through the power of five G. Don't get coronavirus. All, <laughs> all right, can we talk about Wink and Kid? No, I don't. I mean, yes, we can address them, but I don't want to talk about them. What Rubbish. The fuck are they? Do- what is? I don't get it. Like, I read a great. I read it. I was reading the Wikipedia article about this, and one of the great lines was like, uh, 
villains villains taken straight out of the Avengers, and we're not talking about Marvel, the Avengers. We're talking about like the you know the the sixties seventies time TV show, the Avengers, um, that weren't even as good. Yeah. <laughs> and then like putting James Bond in traps that even Maxwell Smart could get out of. <laughs> Yeah, like the like like the cake bomb at the end is always something that sticks in my mind. It's just like, what the fuck have we done? But then, like you know, they're just they look. I want to say that they're interesting characters and concepts. I forget the I don't I I forget the diamonds in our forever book in its entirety. I know they're in it to an extent, but I I I I, I could not tell you. But just like. I, I, uh, 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 like film and film choices aside, like are they? Uh, is their gayness a positive thing in the movie or a negative? I think it's a camp tone. Yeah, and it's not just them; it's generally all across the whole film, and just doesn't sit. No, because they they're being just laughed work. at most of the time, which is weird because they're so openly gay in the movie. Uh... It's fucking weird. The whole. Like every decision we talk about, like let's all right. If we're talking about Bond formula, we've got a, 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 I guess an interesting location. Is America? No, interesting? it's not. It's Vegas. Fuck that. Sorry, who gives America, a shit about Vegas? <laughs> no, but seriously, who gives a shit about Vegas? If you want to take me to America, if you want to say, hey, let, let's put Bond in America, and I'm, you know, they do it again. I'm sure at some point they, they do, do it in the next movie. You, the next movie, we're going to fucking of New York. They do. Baby. New York, New Orleans. Exactly. Well, it's both. But, yeah. They go to New York as well. Okay, sure. It's just that, like, um, yeah, the desert in fucking Arizona is... Nothing there, man. Uh, nothing there on the script. Nothing there in real life. It's boring. It's batshit. What is it? A fucking oil rig? Okay. Ah, uh, and the midget submarine. Yeah. And Sean's, like, got his fucking weird strands of silver hair. I don't understand. I, I'm I'm fine with I'm fine with just being like this was strange, and I'll see you next week because James Bond <laughs> thankfully continues. You want to you want to you want to be done with this episode so bad. I want to be done. I really do. Episode. I just I want to I want to figure out like uh, I think I'm like this is the this is the Bond film I may need therapy on because it's the only one yeah. I don't get. Like we get to worse films later on. But I understand them. Like, I understand the low points of the Moore era because of trend chasing. I understand the low points of the Brosnan era because that's just what action films were turning into at the time. I don't get why this was so fucking bad. Uh, You know, but, but we will end on a, we will end on a positive note. Shirley Bassey and her title song. Good song, like top three. Really, I think it's top five. I think it's the best. I think it's the. I think it's Shirley Bassey's best song. But I think it's like it's almost like I don't want to like it because I don't care of any of the subject material it's trying to reference because it's talking about a film that's garbage. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Sorry, uh, Shirley, but, but you know, like I mean, otherwise, I think, you're fantastic. You know, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, well, no, like the song itself is like you know, it's just, it's just about the diamonds, man. Diamonds, uh, they're forever. Cold, one of them. Caress it, touch it, stroke it, and 
Andre, how do you address a diamond? <laughs> Hold up, now I'm second guessing myself. <laughs> Shirley, what the fuck we want about? Yeah. What the fuck? Basically, quite like this film. No, but the song is great. Honest. No, the song is great. It's it's in my top three. I think it's Shirley's best number. And um, <laughs> again, samples. Diamonds, man. Look, yeah, I can tell you want to be done with this, and I can't think of anything more to say than just skip this one. Skip this. S- straight up, don't skip this one. If there is a if there is a film in this franchise where the tagline of the listicle, the BuzzFeed listicle that you will you know the hypothetical that yeah. you will see is we watched Diamonds Are Forever so you didn't have to. <laughs> That's it. And here's ten things about why it's there's our nostal- shit. there's our nostalgia critic intro. We watched it so you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> fucking do not even pick it up. Listen to the Shirley Bassey song. Listen to the Kanye West song that samples this. Just don't watch it. End Connery's run and you only live twice. End it on a high. Go straight from fucking Lace and to more. Go, go, go straight to more. Do not pass diamonds. Do not collect 200 diamonds. Nope. Otherwise, if you watch this, you will go straight to jail. Honestly, seriously, Look, and, and do hey, not, do not, do not touch this film. Ending on another positive. Tiffany Case is not the worst name for a female character I've heard so far. No, you know what? Very sensible name. Well done. Thanks for that. Good, good point. There's a there's a shit sandwich there. You found the sandwich. I could go <laughs> through and find positives throughout it, like that elevator fight in Amsterdam. Pretty good, I will say. I, there were, there were, there were, there were, the, the stunt, I tell there you what, pa- as dumb as the- there are things that you can avoid that you, sorry, that there are things that you can, you can't avoid having a few good things because it's part of the bond formula. And that's exactly. fine. Like um, the, that, that car chase down the Vegas strip. It's a very well shot car chase. Very cool stunt. That's about the end of the positives. Charles Gray, who we've seen as um, Henderson in uh, You Only Live Twice, gets to play Blofeld. Pretty good, I will say. Uh, And I think I'm done. And we're done. Tank is empty. Check us a five-star review on iTunes if you can. That'd be amazing. You can find our socials in the show notes. You can find Dom and my socials in the show notes. And we'll be back next week. With a normal non-Bond episode, thank Christ, because I'm about I'm about done with Bond for a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's um. Even though we've got to come back in two weeks, it's gonna be a it's gonna be it's gonna be a very interesting return. I'm I'll tell you what, I'm very grateful we've we've now jumped over this hurdle. Sean is actually well. <laughs> no, no, no. We just don't. No, no, like I said, we don't. We don't have to watch it. We don't have to watch it, but... We don't have to watch it. I, as I look up in the sky, in the darkness of space, I hear a vicious presence above me by the name of Kevin McClory, who will rear not only his ugly head around back around one day, but will bring a certain woman-hating Scottish fiend with him. So with that said, this is Down Down Critics Down. We'll catch you next time. My name is Roberts Morgan Roberts. My name is Fitzgerald. Dominic Fitzgerald. Mm-hmm.